This is Lawrence and Bruno. And welcome to Cybersecurity Talks, the interview podcast for cybersecurity professionals and for those who aspire to become one. My name is Laurenjach and with me is my co-host Bruno Weinborg. Together we interview industry experts and explore what it's like to work in the cybersecurity domain. Join us on our journey and listen to our bi-weekly episodes and learn about the latest trends, real-life war stories and everything you need to know about this fascinating industry. Today we have a very exciting episode. I'm sitting down with Kendra, my virtual assistant. Today we're going to do a quick recap. So I'm going to give Kendra the microphone and she's going to ask me some questions today. And the goal is to do a quick recap of the first season. We've recorded seven great episodes and there were lots of learning. So we want to do a quick recap and uh, Kendra is going to be the one asking me the questions today. Much looking forward. Welcome Kendra. Thank you, Lawrence, and let's get straight into it. Why did you want to start a podcast in the first place? From our business, from cybersecurity recruitment, we see a lot of professionals that want to enter the field, but they're shy or they feel it can only be if you have computer science background. So we had the idea to showcase that this is a very open market also for people that don't have this this hardcore IT background so that they can also find their space. So to educate them and, and tell them why this is an interesting field and also how they can enter. And what we've seen with the guests that that they've built amazing careers, that they have a lot of interesting war stories. They they traveled all across uh, across the globe. That is true. We've had some real world travelers on our microphones. So tell me, what were your main learnings from hosting a podcast? It's very important to have a structure in place. So with the first guest, we're lucky that we had Award, Award Trias, because he's a really great guy and great storyteller, but we were not as well prepared. So we uh, had some questions scribbled down on a piece of paper and I did this and Bruno did this, but we didn't have a clear format. So that's, I think, the main uh, lesson. Prepare very well and have a clear interview structure. And I think the the, the final learning um, was that it was really nice to come together again, also during COVID and, and meeting people, but especially that all the guests within the cybersecurity field are so supportive. They really help each other. And, and if you ask one person what would be a next guest, they give not one name, but they give a whole list of other people that we should uh, feature in the podcast. So it's, it's really nice to see that in this industry, people really help each other and are very supportive. And I think they really have this common goal to to make the society, the digital society, a bit safer. So um, I was really overwhelmed with, with how kind everybody was and, and also like big shot CEOs or uh, everybody is, is helping. So... Uh, yeah, that was really nice to see. I could not agree more. And you just mentioned the amazing CEOs and CISO guests we had. If you think back on the past seven episodes, what were your main takeaways? What I find very surprising because it's a new field is that most of the guests never thought they would join the cybersecurity labor markets. So they, they had other plans. Uh, uh, some were uh, having the dream to become a doctor. So some people with uh, medical uh, ambitions, but that they all jumped into this field and, and um, there wasn't a, a clear career path, but they just got introduced somehow. And, and now it is for some, it's 20, 30 years later and, and uh, they're still active. They really love it. So. 
And that was a, a bit of a surprise. Another takeaway I would say is that it's a very entrepreneurial field. So all the guests that we had, for instance, Bert Heiting, he built his own company. He still runs his own company. Melanie, she she's also super inspiring, two-time CEO, running big companies with 40, 50 employees. Uh, Vincent built a company in Seattle. So he started in the Netherlands and, and then uh, did an international gig somewhere in Germany. And, and then I think he got inspired and, and uh, now he built a big uh, boutique company from Seattle. Or Santiago, he, he was the youngest guest on the show. Uh, very young guy, but but super impressive career already. He, he traveled a lot and, and he's now working for uh, as, as an incubator within ING Bank. So it's, it's sort of a startup within a corporate. So there are all sorts of ways how people give meaning to their entrepreneurial spirit. So uh, that was really nice. Uh, Sharas is also an entrepreneur. So I think with all these guests, they uh, they have this entrepreneurial mindset as well. And I think that that might be related to the hacker mindset that you have to be creative. You have to think out of the box. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs have that. They try to solve a problem and, and cyber is, is a hot topic now. So that is also a big takeaway. And in general, how passionate people are about this field. So uh, I think all of them make good money, but I'm, I'm sure that they could make more money doing something else or switching jobs within the cybersecurity domain, but they just really are passionate. So, so they might have not thought as a young kid, I'm, I'm going to be a cybersecurity professional, but now they, they like this field so much that I don't think any of them is going to step out of this field. Yeah. So it's not about the money. It's, it's really about making a change. When talking about making changes, how could the cybersecurity space be improved? Security awareness is still a big issue. If, if I summarize the, the findings from the guest, is that awareness is there. And now also with uh, the Russian-Ukraine war, there's even more awareness around cybersecurity. But I think that's the, the first step. So, so make sure that in all boardrooms, cybersecurity is, is a hot topic and, and that's starting, but also that this awareness spreads across the entire organization or also f for us as individuals. So Bert, I think he, he gave a speech uh, or a presentation at, at the, the elementary or high school of, of, of one of his kids and, and I, I think it really has to start there. So really young, at a young age, uh, explain about the dangers uh, about cybersecurity and how, how we as a society can can have an impact and, and make change. So I think awareness is a big thing. The other thing is, is security DevOps. So um, a lot of more modern companies, they already have this sec DevOps mind, meaning that they switch everything to the left side. So they, they start the production of a new app, but already with a security professional there in the room as well. So making sure that security is already ingrained in a product and not do security at the end while the the product or the app is is ready to go live and then somebody goes to the security team like hey can, can you guys have a look as well and then they need to really adjust the whole product again so uh, i think this moving everything to the left um this sec dev devop mindset I think that that's, uh, that's happening, but a lot of older companies with a lot of legacies would struggle with this. But I think there uh, a lot of things can be improved. And what most uh, people also said, uh, Yellow also that if, if he could s send one message to all CISOs, make sure you have multi-factor authentication on all devices. It, it's very easy to set up, 
but but that uh, can save you so much trouble so so that's something i think a lot of companies can still improve as a quick win i wish more companies would implement those low hanging fruits one thing that i don't understand are the big misconceptions about our industry what do you think are the biggest misconceptions that still hold up until today i guess the the, the biggest misconception in the cybersecurity labor market is that a lot of people want to enter the field but they don't get the opportunity or they feel it's impossible because they don't have a computer science or IT background but it's not like that i think all our guests mentioned this is good to have a multidisciplinary team because they they also look to hire people that uh, have different skills than just hackers or um code reviewers you also need to audit people and and consultants and risk management officers so there's so much opportunity in this field but you just need to get that first entry in the market and that's for instance why we started with the guardianship that we really want to give digital talent maybe not with the, the computer science background the opportunity to enter this field educate them train them give them the certification and partner up with senior professionals from this field and then uh, they can also have a really big and impressive career in cybersecurity So you don't need the the hardcore tech skills or all the certifications. It's also possible for you. And in general within this field all our guests were very proud that they could say they helped somebody else to make a big career in cyber. So uh, there were people with a commercial background or or something completely off topic, but they saw something in that professional and and that's how they uh got the first entry into the cybersecurity market and and now they have impressive careers and it's nice to see that our guests saw that as one of their main achievements to help other people join this labor market so i think there's a lot of support from the community so um don't think you need to need to be technical or this is nothing for you it's 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 an amazing field and especially what we notice the more senior the people so so if if they're cso's or national security officers at microsoft uh, for for instance yella those are exactly the people that want to help you and and help you build a big career in cyber so so they're very approachable very kind and uh, i've also worked in different industries in, in the finance industries and and there i i miss this there um, those doors are closed but in this field you can really approach everybody because yeah we're all in the same game we all want to make this society safer so uh all well, all people we spoke with are very supportive you said it right we are on a joint mission to make the online world a safer place speaking of future ambitions what ambitions do you personally have with the cybersecurity recruitment and the guardianship we're really on a mission to close the cybersecurity talent gap and it, i think it starts with awareness that people are aware that they can enter this field and there are opportunities to to build a big career even though you don't have that that uh, hardcore cybersecurity or it background i i keep saying that um and that's why also with with uh, yellow's podcast I, i found it interesting that for deloitte their hiring success because they really were able to build a big team was to hire people with a history background and have this multidisciplinary approach to to hiring so just look for passion if people are passion then they they will reach uh, that level that you want very short so it starts with awareness and and then an open mindset to hiring people from different backgrounds uh and and 
what I also learned here is is uh, that people have these great anecdotes, really cool stories. They they travel all across the world for 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 their work that they do in cybersecurity. So I also want to spread that message and and showcase that for young professionals, it it's really a cool field. So so uh, yeah, we we hope that we can inspire the next generation of cybersecurity professionals. Closing the talent gap. That is a beautiful mission. Thank you, Lawrence, for all those insights and new developments, and I am looking forward for season two of the Cybersecurity Talks podcast. Thank you, Kendra, for all these uh, great questions. And we're really looking forward to bring a second season of Cybersecurity Talks to you soon. So please subscribe via your favorite podcast app. It's going to be another great season. We have a lot of cool guests lined up. So... um, Please share this with people that might also find this interesting. And if you have any feedback, please uh, give a shout out. Also, as I mentioned, we we launched the guardianship program. So um, if you're interested to joining this field and you want to become part of the next generation cybersecurity professionals, please go to guardianship.nl and find more information. And please stay tuned. We see each other and hear each other soon. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Cybersecurity Talks. We hope you've enjoyed this episode with the latest trends, war stories, and exciting career anecdotes. If you enjoyed the show, please review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. Also, could you do me one small favor? Could you please share this podcast with one friend that you think would like this show just as much as you do? Thank you. And for all further information, please go to csrecruitment.nl slash talks and subscribe to this podcast. We will be back with another exciting episode in just two weeks. So see you next time and stay safe.